Alright, well, if you have your Bibles, let's open to the book of Genesis chapter 49. Genesis chapter 49, I want to preach a message tonight called The Power of Consistency. The Power of Consistency. So today was a message on going the second mile, and tonight I want to preach on, you know what, consistency. The Power of Consistency, consistency out of Genesis chapter 49. And tonight I believe that here is an area, I mean, when we're talking about consistency, here is an area that I believe a lot of people struggle with. You know, a lot of people struggle with being consistent. And I truly believe that as we adjust in this area, as we are intentional in this area to be consistent, I believe that, you know what, this can actually transform your life. This can transform your life when you begin to say, God, I'm going to be consistent because consistency is one of the most important keys to spiritual growth, to experiencing your breakthrough, for you to flourish. Everything hinges on consistency. So let's look at our scripture tonight, Genesis chapter 49, and uh, it starts off with this. It says, and Jacob called his sons and said, gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. So what's happening here is Jacob is pretty much about to breathe his last and he's about to prophesy over his sons. And this is what he says. In verse 2, gather together and hear you sons of Jacob and listen to Israel your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. I want you to make sure you underline this part. Unstable as water, you shall not excel. Because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. You went up to my couch. I want, to, I want you to skip down to verse 22. This is what I want to touch on, these two verses alone. Uh, Joseph is a fruitful bough, which is a main branch of a vine. A fruitful bough, bough by a well. His branches run over the wall, which is influence. The archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him, and hated him. But his bow remained. Everyone say remained. That's important to remember. His bow remained in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. By the God of your father who will help you and by the almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breast and of the womb, the blessing of your father have excelled the blessings of many ancestors up to the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him who was separate from his brothers. I mean, this is a massive prophecy upon Joseph and all his other brothers got this little, you know, little few words from his dad. And here it is, we find two characters in the Bible. One is unstable like water and one is consistent. One is consistent and this is Joseph. And so let's consider consistency or let's look at consistent Joseph. And let's break it down. What does the word consistency mean? Uh, so the word means this. It is a deliberate effort to stay the course, to be steady, unchangeable, immovable, constant, firmly fixed in a position. I want you to ask yourself the question tonight. If someone was to look at my life or to look at your life, would they see a person who's reliable? Would they see, you know what, this person is consistent. I know he will get the job done. I know she would be able to trust because she has this character that is one of consistency. And so consistent Joseph, let's consider that as number one point tonight. Jacob is about to breathe his last breath. 
He calls his 12 sons. He prophesies over them. And in verse 2, he speaks over Joseph and he says, Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well. His branches run over the wall. And we all know the story of Joseph. We've uh, preached it the other day. It was the detours uh, to destiny. And Joseph goes from the pit. He goes to Potiphar's house. He goes to prison and then he ends up in the palace. Such a wonderful story of setback and one of, you know what, it's completely, it's like, man, where is God in the mix? Joseph would have been thinking. But here it is, Joseph's story. Joseph went through a lot to get to his dreams. Verse 23 confirms he struggles. Listen to this. The archers have bitterly grieved him. The archers have bitterly grieved him. They've shot at him and hated him. This is Joseph's life. So many people have attacked him. He, the story of Potiphar's wife attacking him, accusing him wrongfully, putting him into prison. And then the story of how he's forgotten in prison. He's, you know what, these archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him. However, in spite of the attack, in spite of what he's going through, verse 24 says this, but his bow remained in strength. His bow remained strong. His, his bow remained in strength. And, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. For there is the shepherd, the son of Israel. And I'm reading this verse and the key word right here is remained. Joseph didn't quit. Joseph remained. He remained the same. He remained strong. He remained faithful to the assignment. He remained pursuing the dream. He remained never moved from the source of his power by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. He's given us a description. This is where it is. Verse 22, that he remained like a branch by the well. He remained by the source. Get this, the source of his life. The source of his strength. He understood his power comes from the Lord God Almighty. And that's the power of someone who is consistent. It comes from remaining in Jesus Christ. John 15 verse 4. We know this very well. Abide in me, Jesus says. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5 says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. That's right. Without Christ, we, we can do nothing on our own. Verse 6, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as the branch, as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they're burned. Verse 7, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. You will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, listen very carefully, my Father is glorified, that you may bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Jesus is talking about, listen, the source of your strength, listen, the, the area of your life, if you would just remain, if you would just abide in Christ Jesus, listen, you will not lack power. If you would abide with Jesus Christ, you will not lack strength because He is our strength. Do I have a witness in the building? The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm telling you, if you would just simply understand how simple Christianity is by simply just abiding abiding with Christ that's where the source of our strength comes from 
That's how Joseph began to look at his life and says, man, I'm not going to lack the staying power. I don't want to change course. Joseph was consistent, unwavering. He knew his identity. He embraced his assignment. He never moved from where he was in God, despite whatever happened around him. He said, you know what? I'm going to stay abiding in Christ. Joseph's life is such an example of stability and consistency and the blessings that followed is a result i'm telling you my brother my sister if you would just simply trust in the lord if you would just simply abide in christ if you would just simply plant yourself amen there's nothing better than just planting yourself with god and i'm telling you you got to plant yourself in a church don't go here and there you got to plant yourself in a place and say god i need that staying power god i don't want to be here and there i want to be in the place where you've called me to be i want to be a place where you can give me strength that when I come to church God that as you speak to me as you I hear your word getting preached because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God so many times we just don't listen to God and we're living we're trying to live by faith but we don't stop we're not abiding in the vine we wake up in the morning we're in our car we're driving oh Lord, Lord Jesus have me Lord I had a very difficult day today you're driving but, but Jesus wants to speak to his still small voice but if you just would just sit down abide in him listen to his voice let him give you the strength if you would wait upon the Lord the Bible says and he will renew your strength so let's talk about unstable Reuben now. So we've got consistent Joseph. Let's talk about unstable Reuben. Verse 3. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. It started off well. Reuben, you've, you're, 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 you're my dignity. You start off good, but then all of a sudden, verse 4 says, unstable as water. You shall not excel because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. The story, they don't give you this full story or the scope of, the, of what happened there. But, but Reuben slept with uh, Jacob's uh, servant girl. And so defiling it, he was upset that obviously and now the curse has come upon. And so now Jacob is prophesying, unstable as water, you shall not excel. What a contrast it is. From consistency to this instability. Because of Reuben's sin, Reuben lost his birthright. And because his instability, listen, he was not going to excel. His character is described as one as unstable as water. The word unstable carries these words that is uncertain, unreliable, always changing their minds, unpredictable, fluid, wobbly lacking substance did i just describe someone tonight let's move on someone who is unstable cannot be trusted with an assignment amen being unstable has all sorts of ramifications one of them being unanswered prayer james chapter 1 verse 6 this is a powerful verse but let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable, unstable in all his ways. Here is James. He's talking about, you know what, he's coming in faith and then he's coming in doubt and describes he's like a man, unstable, tossed to and fro, unstable in his ways. People who are unstable is because they haven't made up their mind. 
People who are unstable is because they haven't made up their mind to do one certain thing and to do it well. The key is to do it well. The key for you when you begin to excel and flourish is found in a life of consistency. There's power in a life of consistency. And we need to be unwavering and we need to be single-minded. If you're making notes, single-minded. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21 says, Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow Him. But if Baal is God, follow Him. Come on, he's talking right here. Are you going to make a decision? Are you going to follow God? Or are you going to go and follow the other gods? You got to make your decision. Are you going to waver between two opinions? You're going to go to this church or you're going to go to this church? You win two opinions. Listen, and this is why people get unstable in all their ways because they haven't made up their mind. Consistency in your Christian walk is vital. You got to keep, you can't just keep going through the world and you can't just keep going from this place place to to that place you got to be consistent because this is where the blessing of God flows upon someone's life when you just simply make up your mind make up your mind serve God or serve yourself or serve the world because Jesus says you are lukewarm I will spew you out of my mouth you are neither hot nor cold what sobering words found in revelations when Jesus is speaking to a church and he's saying, listen, you either hot or cold. You didn't, never made up your mind which team you're going to be on. You make me sick. I will vomit you out of my mouth. That is exactly what the Lord is saying. But you see, God is a consistent God. If you're making note, God is a consistent God. And so we as believers should reflect his character. We as believers should reflect his nature. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, every good gift and Every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Malachi 3 verse 6. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Psalms 102 verse 27. But you are the same and your years will have no end. Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Hallelujah. So let's close with this last point, the call to consistency. You know, God calls us to be consistent in our lives. God calls us to be a branch planted by a well. People who are planted in the house of God will flourish in the courts of God. Psalms, 1, uh, Psalms 92 verse 13 tells us. You know, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that use similar words to emphasize consistency, like steadfastness, being immovable, being constant, having patience to persevere and to stand and having done all, stand and stand therefore. So many things in the Bible that talks about consistency that will always lead to blessing. There's so many things in the Bible that talks about people who are unstable like water and never experience the blessing of God. Another important word we find in the scriptures is the word continue. Continue and consistent go hand in hand. Romans 11 verse 22. If you have some notes, if you write a note, make this down. Write this down. It says to continue in God's goodness. Romans 11 22. Continue in God's goodness. Colossians 1 verse 23 says continue in the faith. Amen. Brother, my sister, don't lose hope. I mean, things can get tough. Things will get difficult. Don't give up. 
Don't throw in the towel. Listen, sometimes in faith, sometimes going through life, you're holding on by a thread. Listen, don't give in to the lies of the devil. Don't, you know what, be lured by the things of this world. You got to continue in the faith. Don't be moved away from the hope that you've received. This is a call for believers to say, listen, you have no idea what's coming around the corner. I've seen so many people come to church, give their lives to Jesus Christ, and all of a sudden doing so well. But because they chose not to wait, they chose, you know what, man, I'm just, it's a bit too hard. I can't do this. They leave the church and they just miss out on their blessing. It's the same thing where Jesus says, listen, you're going to launch out into the deep for a catch. Most people are like Peter and say, oh, man, I've done that before. Caught nothing. Uh, yeah, Lord, we went the whole night last night, caught nothing. Don't tell me to go back there. That's our lives. Many of us live that life. And you know what? We, we, we fall short. And if, if we could just put ourselves in the scripture, I feel like God would say to us, listen, you're just a few verses away from receiving your miracle. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Don't throw in the towel. Have hope. Hold on tight. Because God is going to bring something around the corner for your life. If you just continue in the faith. Colossians 4 verse 2 says, continuing earnestly in prayer. Come on, continue earnestly in prayer. Something has got to rise up within you. Something has got to come within your soul to save God. I'm, I'm coming under attack. God, uh, my family's, you know what, uh, on the rocks at the moment. God, I need you to give me direction. God, I need you to lead me. We got to rise up and continually, earnestly pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray every day when you wake up in the morning. Pray with your children when they're on their bed. God, I pray for my kids. God, that they would rise up and Lord God, that they would come to know you. I pray, 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 pray. Jesus tells them, my house shall be a house of prayer. We ought to make our lives a house of prayer. The temple of the Holy Spirit it says, God, I need your spirit to move and touch because that's where the power comes. The source comes. When being a link onto the vine and say, God, you're the vine you're the power you're able to do it we got to pray first timothy 4 16 says continue in the good doctrine which we have received you got to continue in the word of god you got to continue in the word when things don't make sense god come back to his word his word is where he speaks to you his word is where he gives you good direction good doctrine for your life helps you in your marriage helps you you know with a a very difficult boss it helps you you know what to take that humility state and be like, oh yep you're reminding me god again he's revealing things to you because it's found in the word of god hebrews 13 says continue in brotherly love Continue. You know what? This is where unity starts. Brothers, sisters might fight. Hey, come back to Hebrews 13.1. Continue in brotherly love. Forgive each other. God wants the church to continue moving forward. Continue in relationships with one another. Continue going forth, making disciples, raising disciples. Continue in brotherly love. The early church did that in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Listen, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. So let's talk about what are some areas to be consistent in. Number one, very important one that we touched on, your prayer life. Luke 18, verse 1 through to 3, and I'm reading the message paraphrase version. Jesus told them a story showing them it was necessary for them to pray consistently and never quit. He was showing them, don't quit praying. You got to pray consistently. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, pray without ceasing 
this continued going, this consistency that's happening in your life because as you begin to do it, it becomes a habit. It becomes a discipline in your life that now you begin to pray. Now that you begin to read God's word, which leads to the second thing, which is the word of God. This is where we need to be consistent in reading of God's word. Jesus said, if we abide in his words, his words abide in us. And then the third thing, so we've got the prayer life, the word of God, the service. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You know, our service that we do, whether it be in song service, whether it be in as an usher, whether it be as someone greeting at the door, whether it be in nursery, our service, listen, let's not... You know what? Be uh, immovable. Let's keep going forward with the work of the Lord. So thirdly, service. Fourth and last, and I close, and that's fellowship. Let's continually invite someone over. Have fellowship with them. As we see in Acts 2 verse 42, the early church did not forsake their assembling together, but they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Listen, if we get the basics right and we stick to them on a consistent basis, listen, there will be blessing that will flow in your life and there will be spiritual growth in your life where you will flourish in the courts of the Lord. Amen. Very simple message. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer tonight. The power of consistency. I wanted to dovetail, dovetail this message because of the sermon this morning about going the second mile. You know, sometimes we could be so inspired. Oh, God, I want to do the second mile. But then we reminded, you know what? Tomorrow's coming. The week is coming. And we lack consistency. But if you would just adjust your life, be intentional about this, in this area of your life, I'm telling you, it will absolutely transform your life. If you would be a person to go the second mile and if you would be a person of consistency, this is where character is formed. This is how you get, you know what, this is where promotion is given. You find this in workplaces. This consistency is found through the Bible. I'm telling you, if you would just live it, God would bring promotion. God would bring blessing and God will bring acceleration in your life. This is how people grow when they begin to lose weight consistency it's not just one here there everywhere oh yeah i'm gonna have this feed consistency in the diet in the exercise regime consistency is key with growth both spiritually and physically some of us you know the doctors have given us a indication listen we need to get the, our physical shape in order and it comes back to consistency will you be a disciple to say you know what god deal with me spiritually so that i can work physically Start with the spiritual side. Let God deal with your heart. Adjust in this area of consistency so God can transform your life and bring breakthrough so that you can flourish. Hallelujah. Before we do close our service, I want to give an invitation. Maybe you're here, every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You're not saved. You're not right with the Lord. If you were to die tonight, my brother, my sister, where would you spend eternity? This is just between you and God. Where will you spend eternity? Is it heaven or is it hell? God loves you. He sent His only Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you and I. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son 
that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life you need that we all need this everlasting life our sins are what separate us our sins are what has made us lost we're like sheep we've gone astray but listen tonight God is knocking on your door of your heart will you accept him will you receive him in your life tonight's the night give your heart to Jesus let him give you eternal life if that's you you're not saved won't you raise your hand signify that with an uplifted hand say yes that's me I'm not saved I want to give my life to Jesus if that's you raise up your hand God bless you anyone else want to join us on his heart say yep that's me raise your hand tonight this is just between you and God it's not about coming to church it's not about joining a church it's about having a relationship with Jesus if that's you tonight won't you raise your hand say yes pastor that's me I need Christ in my life I need Jesus I'm living in sin I know I'm not right with the Lord. I know I'm, I'm not going to make heaven my home. Would you pray for me? I count it a privilege. Lift up your hand tonight. Say, yes, that's me. I'm away from God. Maybe you're backslidden. Maybe you once had a relationship with Jesus, but then you've gone your own way. You've fallen back into your sin. You've gone back to your old lifestyle. You put back the chains in which you were freed from. Tonight's the night, my brother. Tonight's the night, my sister. Lift up your hand and say, yes, that's me. You're speaking to me. You feel God pulling on your heart. You feel Him knocking on the door of your heart. Open your heart tonight. Surrender yourself to the Lord. Let Him come inside. Let Him fix your life. Let Him give you eternal life. Let Him save you. He's able to. Lift it up tonight. Join us on his heart. Say, yep, that's me. Pray for me. Amen. My brother who lifted your hand at the back, you mean that? You mean that? Amen. Amy, if you could please pray for our brother. Amen. Back there. Yep. Let's pray. Amen. Amen. Turning to the church. Church, this is a call to live lives that are consistent. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a struggle. But we've got to do this by spirit we can't do it on our own strength we can't do it on our own we need Jesus Christ we need his spirit at work in us amen these altars are open why don't we come and find a place to pray let's come you know maybe God's been dealing with you about not consistent being not consistent in your prayer life come come to the altar and say God help me to develop a consistent prayer life maybe God's been speaking to you about the word of God that you know what you need to spend more time in his word why don't you come out of your seat let's pray maybe God's been dealing with you about uh, being consistent with coming to church maybe God's dealing with you about consistency in an area of giving if you would just honor the Lord when it comes to you giving to be a Christian and have a conviction say you know what God I'm going to honor you when it comes to the tithes and the offering when it comes to laying down my life to serve people. Be consistent in where God has called you to be. In your workplace, be consistent. Let your, let your boss see that there's something else at work. Let them know that there is a God. This is how people realized Jacob. This is how people realized uh, Joseph's life. Is they realized, man, there's God at work. Daniel as another character in the Bible all the governors and satraps realize man there's something about this person it's because it comes back to a life of consistency they promoted him they promoted these characters in the Bible Daniel Joseph Jacob all these men in the Bible David men after God's own heart 
Will you make a decision tonight to say, you know what, God, I want to be consistent. I don't want to lose faith. I'm going to continue in this faith even when it's hard. The Bible says fight the good fight of faith. Sometimes you got to fight it in spiritual warfare. Sometimes you got to put on those spiritual gloves and do war against the enemy and against your flesh. Sometimes you got to take more time in the morning, wake up, go to bed early so you can wake up early. Many times you fall asleep late at night or early in the morning. Listen, you got to be consistent with going to bed. It's as simple as that. God, help us to be a church, Lord, to be disciplined. Help us, Lord God, to be disciples, Lord Jesus, who would honor you with our time. Honor you, Lord Jesus, with your word, with, Lord God, this area, God, of trusting in you, God, to pray, to, to read your word, to be in service. Hallelujah. Come on. Touch the hem of his garment tonight. Abide in the vine. Come on, this is where your strength lies. This is where strength comes from. You got to abide in him. Abide in Jesus. It's not found in a man. It's not found in your pastor. It's found in Jesus. You got to pick up the spiritual phone and call and dial upon God. You got to speak to him. You got to wait in his presence. You got to surrender your heart. Every day you got to come to a place of surrender. God, I need your help. God, I need direction. God, lead me, guide me, mold me, shape me. God, I pray, Lord, that you'd help us to be men and women who are consistent, Lord God. Lord, you're calling us to deeper levels. You're calling us deeper, God, in deep waters. Jesus, I pray tonight, let faith arise when we hear your voice, to hear your voice calling us to go deeper. God, to hear your voice saying to leave the shallows behind and to travel amongst the places, even if it's dark, even when it's traveling through the valleys. Lord, we know, God, that you're with us.